0: Today on Building the Bakken.
1: This is a a technology play. This uh, allowed us to get to the North Dakota oil reserves when you couldn't do it before.
2: And so I, you know, swerved for the ditch. Um, I ended up with, uh, I don't remember how many broken ribs, you know, my lung collapsed. I broke my wrist, broke my shoulder, broke a vertebrae, my foot, my knee, my butt. My kids were all with me.
3: They have this idea that that oil and gas is all about a bunch of roughnecks out there slinging chain, you know, and hitting the bars hard at night. That's not what this is about.
0: From the epicenter of the nation's economy, North Dakota. Crude oil, 100 million years in the making. This was brought out of the ground about three days ago. It's just now seeing the light of day for the first time in 100 million years. The Bakken formation is transforming the way people live and do business.
1: I work in the oil field up in the Kildare Mountain. It is snowing, been snowing here for about an hour to hour and a half. Visibility is quarter to half a mile.
0: Each week, host Jason Speece leads headline-making interviews with industry voices and oil field newsmakers. Ed Schaefer, former Governor Schaefer, how are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm great, I'm great. How are you doing, Jason? Good to be on air with you.
0: Building the Bakken is about the people, the culture, and the community. I sleep in the back of my Dodge Ram pickup. Yeah, nine days, out there 24-7, no shower, you know, no anything. The host of Building the Bakken, Jason Speece. If you like fine wine, you'll love fine oil. Welcome to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spees. Building the Bakken can be heard each week on this radio station at this time. Our top feature story examines whether the Bakken is a technology boom or an oil boom. For our community in the Bakken feature, we travel to Dickinson, North Dakota, and take part in the MBI annual Relay for Life barbecue competition. We then head down the road to South Hart, North Dakota. That's where Mary Hodell lives. She's the owner of the Farmer's Daughters Cafe. She has a very emotional story to tell involving an oil tanker. You're going to want to stick around for that feature, folks. In our final segment, we traveled to Jackson Hole, Wyoming for the fifth annual Rocky Mountain Economic Summit. We had an opportunity to talk with Rob Ryan. Mr. Rob Ryan's professional resume is in the same category as Steve Jobs or Richard Branson. Mr. Ryan has created four billion dollar companies and is now doing business in the Bakken, and we had an opportunity to sit down with him, and it was true. A treat. We're going to take a quick break to get a word from our sponsor, and when we come back, our feature story is the Bakken a technology boom or an oil boom? That question answered next on Building the Bakken. Today's episode of Building the Bakken is brought to you by Signal Media Group and the Mondac Oil Field Review. Welcome back to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. It appears to be a marriage of destiny, the wealth and power of an oil boom, and the endless possibilities of technology. The result, a red-hot engine of economic activity known as the Bakken Formation, or as many are calling it, the Bakken Play. Located on the western side of North Dakota, the spectacular story of the Bakken is being told every day by thousands from across the planet. One individual who knows quite a bit about the Bakken Play is the former governor of North Dakota, Ed Schaefer. Schaefer was not only the sitting governor when the oil expiration began this time around. He currently sits on the board of directors for Continental Resources. I recently sat down with Governor Schaefer and asked him how important technology was to the Bakken play. This is what the former governor had to say. How much of this is reliant on technology for a boom bust cycle?
1: Well, in this case, um, you know, this is a technology play. This uh, allowed us to get to the North Dakota oil reserves when you couldn't do it before. Mm-hmm. Um, on an economic- economical basis. It's a purely a technology play. And the interesting thing about the technology, Jason, and the reason we have to be really paying attention to investments in technology improvements in the oil and gas industry is this technology, which was a steerable drilling bit, changed and moving on average the oil capture of known reserves from three percent to five percent. You know, we're only getting this little dinky portion of all the oil we know that's laying around. We're just getting this little tiny portion. And if we could think about, you know, this change of from three to five percent. Think if we could, if we could change technology again, find new ways of doing things, and, and move it from five to seven or five to ten. I mean, we we would have more oil uh, than what well, we do have more oil, but we would get to more oil um, than we would know what to do with. And and it is really um, you know important that we look at that technology because this is what's made the play in North Dakota. It made expensive recovery affordable. And that was really important, and look what it's done for North Dakota economy over the years.
0: It's just been amazing. Steve Fifita of ADG Holdings had this to say about Governor Schaefer's comments regarding whether the Bakken is a technology boom.
1: Uh, You know, I I agree. So what
0: opened this market back up was a technology disruption. Uh, You know, former life, was my role was literally to identify those those inflection points in markets, preferably ones that are driven by technology, so at least... uh, you know who I work for would benefit uh, in this case most definitely I, I agree that the horizontal drilling um, technology that's been applied has completely opened up this market you know you know we've we, we know that it was found as early as, as 1935 there was some attempts at getting the ground in 1950 but until the horizontal drilling until other applications of technology really can't get to it and and even now You know, we're being told that, you know, the efficiency is only about 5% coming out of the ground. You know, some simple technology improvements, which are underway now, um, to even get to 10% is going to increase the the output significantly. Jeff Zarling, founder and president of Williston-based Dawa Solutions Group, also agreed with the former governor.
3: When you think about the work they're doing, when we explain that to people they're just fascinated. They have this idea that that oil and gas is all about a bunch of roughnecks out there slinging chain, you know, and hitting the bars hard at night. That's not what this is about. Richard Finley broke this open in 1999-2000 with the discovery of the Elm-Cooley Field. He applied horizontal drilling with hydraulic fracturing in the middle member of the Bakken and it changed our lives. It changed the world. And what that did was then then EOG over in partial, Saanich, with their discovery well, added the staged fracking. Those were the game-changing technological applications at this point it's all about tweaking the technology there's different state you know what combination of how many stages at what intervals how much sand how much water you have ceramic problem natural sand gels saw something last week a new story about um, reducing the amount of gel and getting you know using more water more sand less gel those combinations and then you see them exploring different benches and those type of things and how much crosstalk and how many downspacings to, to drain this. And all of that results in what? A little incremental increase in recovery rate. You're talking about a reservoir of 413 billion barrels. It is a technology play. And when you watch the way these guys drill this, you know, we talk about, we uh, you know a guy that has this drilling bit company. There's $75,000 drill bits that they, these PDCs that they use, and they rent them by the foot. Right, they don't buy them, they lease them, and and they send that bit down two miles, and they go out horizontally. They drill sideways, you know, with a mud motor that turns that bit on the end. They go out two miles. Next time you're out in the field and you're looking at a drilling rig. Two miles away, just think about the geodriller sitting in that shack behind a couple of joysticks with a panel of screens. He's got that thing two miles under your feet, and he can hit a pie plate. That's amazing technology.
0: Even the Federal Reserve had to agree with Governor Schaefer, but not before a disclaimer was made. Joseph Mann, economist for the Minneapolis Federal Reserve, had this to say.
2: Uh, well, that's an interesting angle on it, I think, you know, as far as, you know, kind of the first-order uh, effects of what's going on out there. And it's very clearly an oil boom. I mean, that's what's driving the whole thing. Uh, oil is useful. People want to get it out of the ground. The price is high right now. Um, one of the, the – what I think the governor was getting at, the real the real uh, grain of truth in, in, in that statement, is that, uh, is that what's making this possible – uh, is the development of uh, new technology for oil and gas extraction, both hydraulic fracturing and then horizontal drilling of wells uh, have made it profitable and cost-effective to extract oil from the Bakken shale uh, where it otherwise might not have been even five or ten years ago. Uh, and that's, that's really what's made the oil boom possible is the development of this, of, this, of this new technology um, it also doesn't hurt that the world price of oil has been has been in a fairly high plateau for the last five or ten, five years or so. And that also makes it more cost effective to, uh, to to pull some of this oil out of the ground.
0: Whether you view this as an oil play, an economic play, or a technology play. It is clear that technology is driving the boom in the Bakken, and it will as long as it continues to allow us access to recoverable oil in the formation at a cost that remains viable to the market. Up next, we're going to travel to Dickinson, North Dakota, to be a part of Rough Rider Days and the MBI Relay for Life Barbecue. That's coming up next on Building the Bakken.
1: Want to contact the show? Email host at buildingthebakken.com.